Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? The divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Moving on. We had some great drama last night. But before we recap the action from yesterday and look forward to the action today, I don't want to bury the lead. Look at Jeff Schwartz, boots on the ground, in a Buffalo studio right now before the nightcap tonight, Chiefs at the Bills. That is a beautiful thing. Yes, I got, uh, I didn't get caught into going, but essentially what uh, has occurred is my... So it's my wife's cousin's husband. I know that's a big handful there. I don't know what that person is like in relation to me, but it's and he is a uh, a diehard Bills fan. He's from the area, uh, Lockport. He's lived in Buffalo. He's lived all over the region here. Obviously in Charlotte now, where a lot of a lot of Buffaloans is that the right Buffaloans are in Charlotte as well. It's a big big Buffalo. Uh, see, there's a there's a bar right by actually the Panther Stadium that's a Buffalo bar that they watch all the Bills games at. Um, and he comes over every weekend to watch the NFL with us. And he's like one of those fans where it's stand by the TV, like three feet from the TV the entire time. Like he's a, he is a he is a full on like ready to go. So after the Bills beat the Steelers Monday, he was at the house. He goes, I'm going. I'm going to the game. I'm like, okay. And he booked a ticket right away. I thought he was sort of kidding. And um, my wife said, no, you're going with him too. And so I said, all right, well, uh, here we are. So I'm in Buffalo, um, and I am going to the game later. I'm trying to figure out... So the lots the game says six thirty. Lots open at two thirty. I kind of surprised they open up like not at like noon. I thought it would be two thirty. I want to, the game is at three. The first game is at three Eastern, and I want to be there to watch the first game. The problem is I have to find a place to watch the first game. So I'm 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 open to tailgate suggestions. I'm very I'm not hard to miss if you're going to the game. I'm six six. I will have a Chiefs beanie on. <laughs> it's not hard to find. Um, and uh, yeah, I got seats on the Bills sideline. And um, I, I will say, one of the reasons I wanted to come to this game was. This feels like the Chiefs, the excuse me, the Bills Super Bowl today, and for the Chiefs, it's just another game, and that's a big part of this game. It feels like where, you know, when the Bills knew that Patrick Mahomes was coming this weekend, it's like Here, we we got him this time. This is our this is our this is our time. We get it just it feels like there's a big buildup on their side, and the Chiefs 
treat it like another game. You know, it's just like another game. We're on the road, first road playoff game. So I'm really excited to go. Got all my cold weather gear. It's my. It's I just. Not, it's not my element. Snow and cold cracks, not my thing. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'm excited, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's called a cousin bro law. I figured it out. So that, that's who you're going to be with there um, as we see that nice Oregon shirt on there. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, that, that's a good time. So I thought you were there for media coverage or something. No. So you had to pay – you had to go for the airfare to get there then, obviously. Yeah, the, the ticket, Let me ask airfare, you, what the does hotel. It, what does it um, – what, what, what do you fly? I'm trying to fly Char- Charlotte to Buffalo nonstop. Yeah, Amer- American Airlines. Yeah, but but here's the thing: because of there's so many Bills fans, the flights like booked up. Immediately. So I'm flying out of Rochester on tomorrow, okay. so I'm driving to Rochester because there just weren't flights back home on Monday. Um, the entire plane was full of Bills fans. Um, they started chanting some Bills chant. I don't oh, know. Gosh. I mean, I'm just I'm just glad I'm going to the Super Bowl, guys. It's exciting as a Chiefs fan for this to be just another divisional game for for the Chiefs, <laughs> but a Super Bowl for the Bills. I I went to last night. You guys know, you know, I went to Bar Bill last night in near Orchard Park. The best wings of my life. Like wow. li- literally, the, the wings were incredible. Huh. Um, beef on weck, I could do without. It's a, it's a, it's a roast beef. It's all, it's a French dip. It's a roast, roast beef sandwich. Um, but the wings, guys, were out of this world. So good. They were perfect, just how I liked them. The flavor was good. They were fried to, to perfection. And um, we watched the Ravens Texans game for a little bit. So, like bit. the best wings you've ever had? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Were, it's Buffalo were, living up to the uh, the good. Buffalo yeah. Uh, Wild um, thing. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. Um, I will not say which Chiefs player, but there was a Chiefs player there also eating his dinner at the bar um, wings. Which guys? So in the like in the not the old days per se, but we used to go out and eat before games, the night before games. You get in the city, and you go eat. Like I would go in New Orleans, I go get like the New Orleans. I go anywhere I went, St. Louis, I got ribs. Like anywhere I went, I got the food of the city. So it wasn't surprising to see someone chowing down on some wings. So I didn't know that's if that's a, even allowed. Spot. I thought you had to eat like no celery Rack, it sticks. Is allowed. No, you're no. off. You're off typically three hours, like four to seven o'clock in okay. in, a, in a way city. You're allowed to go anywhere you want as long as you come back for meetings. Nice, hey. nice. Last question I'll ask you about that flight too. Yeah. So you didn't have that Chiefs beanie on on the I flight. Had a Chiefs right? hat and a you Chiefs, have the Chiefs hat. Uh, no crack. one, I mean, no one's crack. gonna mess with you. You're six crack. six. I, crack. <laughs> Here's the thing. So. My my, what do you call him, cousin bro? Yeah, cousin bro law. Cousin bro law. He is. Um, he's like, dude, I got you tomorrow at the stadium. This is yesterday. If anyone, ta- I'm like, I'm like, Dave, Dave, please. I I I I. I, I no one's gonna fight me. First of all, That's really nice. But second that he of got all, you. like, I can talk with the best of them. Right. Like talk I out. talked. Like I talk for a living. First of all, but second of all. I talked to other football players during games. We would talk sure. back and forth. Sure. I can handle a Buffalo Bills fan who's had a couple of drinks in the parking right. lot. Right. I'll be just fine. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, it's not my thing to be spontaneous like this either. So it gave me a little bit of anxiety on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday trying to figure this out. But glad to be here. Glad to do the show with you guys from Buffalo. And whew, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. It's going to be well, It's going to be good. Yeah, I just, real fast, and we'll get to the games from last night. I love marriage, just in general, where your wife can say, you're going. And, Jeff, you're like, uh, okay, I guess I guess I'm going to a game. You know, I can't say that. Crack couldn't say that. Your wife can say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's just more of like, 
it's just expensive, and I, it's not an expense I had budgeted for January. Right. right. Um, oh, that's a couple fly. grand for all that stuff. Oh yeah. How much? I'd say a couple grand. Well, yeah. I mean, hotel and tickets were. Yeah. That's that's you're at a couple there plus flight. Yeah. Plus you know so but look, again the atmosphere tonight's going to be incredible. This yeah. is the game the Bills have been wanting for years now, right? right? To have Patrick Mahomes in their building for a chance to go to the AFC Championship game, which we now know will be in Baltimore. But the Bills obviously have won how many games in a row is it now? They were six and six, right? At one point, six, um, possibly six and, in a row. Or no, they were seven and seven. They were seven and seven, six right? Six and six. Six and six. Six and yes. six. And they have not lost since, if I'm correct. That's right. Um, and they have they have all these things going there in their direction. They get the the Chiefs at home. I mean, it's everything they've ever won. Now, injuries, obviously, we'll talk about this game plenty, are our concern. Um, but I just will say, guys, a lot of confident Bills fans, the Chiefs are still good. Let's, let's put it out there. Like, yeah. like, no, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a really fun game. The atmosphere, I've never, you know, I've been to a national championship game in college football. I've been to a World Series game. I've been to a Super Bowl. Um, so it's my first, you know, road divisional game in a place like Buffalo. It should be fun. Yeah, okay, so let's go back to last night, all right? Yes. So Saturday, uh, I'm curious what you guys thought, but I, I wanted to whittle it down simply. And if you go with a the good, the bad, and the ugly theme, yes, I would say Lamar Jackson was the good, Brock Purdy was the bad, Jordan Love was the ugly. Yeah, now, if you start good. off with Lamar, Lamar yeah. with four total touchdowns, that's obviously the good. If you look at Brock Purdy, he should have easily had two interceptions, and the Packers just couldn't catch. He was shaky. Yeah. He was off target. No Debo Samuel for most of the game. That made an impact. So I, I would go with bad for Purdy, even though he showed up on that final drive, made enough plays to get them in range for McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Uh, so you have to read the fine print. It's not like he was bad all game long, but that was a bad performance. And then you have Jordan Love, who wasn't, ugly the whole game but at the end what is he doing i know yeah. the time is running down but you have two timeouts it's first down and he throws basically a mini hail mary across the middle of the field late and it gets picked off a horrible decision and that's the crazy thing i don't want to go on too much of a tangent here but this is why the phrase house money drives me freaking crazy. Yeah. This idea of, ah, the Packers were playing with house money. No one expected them to be here. Their season is over. They were right yeah. there to go to the NFC championship game and beat the Niners on the road. And there's no guarantee they're going to get back there next year, the next handful of years. It was right there, and they let it slip away. The phrase house money just drives me freaking crazy. Well, so the way I look at the, the phrase house money, Brian, is more about the future, right? Not the present. So they're, they're playing with house money because they're not supposed to be here, obviously, and the future looks bright for them. So winning and losing this game doesn't change the future for the Packers. If they win this game, we're like, holy heck, they being the one and the two seed. And I would have been, you know, Detroit would have probably hosted, hosted the NFC Championship game, which would have been a Packers Lions NFC Championship game would have been wild. Um, so to me, the, the term house money is more about um, the future than it is sort of now. I mean, the Texans were the same way. They, they, they I mean, it, this doesn't change at all how I feel about them next year. For the Packers, I actually think better about the Packers probably. So they had a chance to certainly win this game. I gotta say, man, Purdy was. <laughs> 
it feels like the discourse this morning is either he's Joe Montana or he's the worst quarterback alive. It's somewhere in between, obviously. But it was ugly, man. I mean, the Packers' defense is not good. No. And he struggled for most of the game. Yeah. Um, and a late drive, to me, doesn't absolve the bad play in between the late drive. And he was not good. And when you're playing a Lions team or a Bucks team next week, or even the Ravens or Bills or Chiefs in the Super Bowl, you can't play that way to win a Super Bowl. And that's the ultimate goal. We're judging him, Crack, on the curve of can you win a Super Bowl with this quarterback because that's the aspirations of the 49ers. Winning a divisional round game at home as a one seed, a 10-point favorite nearly, is is great, and that's what you strive to, to, to end the season, the regular season with. But the, the, the curve is, do you win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? And the performance last night would not have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, people only remember what they've seen last, too. And no matter what happens uh, today, whoever was going to play San Fran, next week, People will remember, even though they like San Fran, they will remember that this was Purdy under a lot of pressure. And this may not be that uh, America's team like people thought uh, that San Fran was this year over the Cowboys. And I'll just tell you, about week five or six, a buddy of mine says, hey, you know, a couple sports books out there put up the Super Bowl line all year long after every after every week's up I said, you're right. Let me go check. He said, you know, really, this San Fran's role and if it's you know, two and a half or under, or maybe a low money line, we could bet San Fran now, I think we'll have good value. I said, so I go and look, and I see five and a half. And I was like, five and a half? Mm. I was like, you know what? Not only am I not betting the one, we got to bet the other side. And he wanted nothing to do with that. Pretty sharp guy, too. He wanted nothing to do with that side. And um, I just put a peanut on the five and a half, just saying I thought it was going to be around three and a half. So I put a peanut on that bet. But I'll I'll just tell you, you said it right there, um, Brian. Two timeouts, plenty of time. A minute with two timeouts. Of course, four-down situation. Uh, this, this, you didn't have to be forced to throw across your body there. Almost like you said, a hell maryish type of play. Um, literally, that was like shades of Brett Favre years ago, um, which I've seen on Twitter that that video a couple times. I remembered it when I seen it, but. Um, I, I, I just uh, it, it was it was uh, let me just tell you Green Bay I thought should have won the game I really did and so did the bookmakers I always go by live lines I followed the live lines in that second half man they had it shaded for a Green Bay money line minus 170 minus yeah. 180 oh, wow. even up to three minutes minus 155 I, I, I thought they were right I thought Green Bay was going to win the game I thought Green Bay deserved to win the game I thought Purdy played terrible I thought he played terrible and that would be reflective probably you know not, not giant because people still love San Fran but that will, will probably be reflective in the line next week um, have you guys I'm assuming you've seen the the movie rounders right yes oh God. You know. I know every line I, I grabbed audio of one of my favorite lines because it reminded me of Jordan Love's decision last night. And, and it's when Matt Damon said this. Check this out. I've often seen these people, these squares at the table, short stacked and long odds against, all their outs gone. One last card in the deck that can help them. That, that's what made me think of yeah. Jordan Love acted like he was in that position, right? Like... This is my last chance. That's a throw you make on fourth and 15. Yes. Right? Yeah. Not first and 10 with two timeouts. God. I can't believe he did that. And he played good up until then. Jesus. Right, look, yeah. Not, not he to, did. I'm not defending Jordan Love here, but I think that we saw yesterday 
with C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, it's just hard to win road playoff games, you know? Like Love played well against the Cowboys because the Cowboys, I, I just are to use a crack sort of Fugazi, Fugazi. team. Um, the Niners are a real, you know, like real team. You know, like they're a real solid football team, and it's just hard to win road playoff games as a young football player. And we saw with C.J. Stroud, the Texans did not score an offensive touchdown in that game. Um, the over still managed to hit. That was fantastic. Thanks for that. Um, and um, and we saw with with Jordan Love at certain times in that game, it, it, it's hard, guys. Like the, the learning experience, and this is why we talk about house money, Brian. Like the learning experience for Jordan Love should pay off moving forward after a game like this. If it doesn't, then Jordan Love is just not your guy. But the takeaway is it's just hard to play well as a quarterback in a road environment like this when you haven't done it before. Back to back, too. I guess, you know, back to back road games and stuff, just in general. Yeah. Them, them winning in Dallas was so big, and, and they almost did it. They almost were that Cinderella team here. Um, you know, I've talked about them all week in media, how I thought they had a shot in this game to actually win the game, I actually said. And uh, people thought I was crazy. And, and uh, yeah, in the end, they got the money. And, and uh, you know, it, it just seems like to me, it seems like to me, uh, the, the early game, they get there easily. And then as soon as that game, as soon as Baltimore took off in the second half, yeah. wow. I don't know if anyone noticed at home. But if you, you know, check with your bookmakers across the country, everyone had 10 and a half on the late game. It was like, oh, my God, this is going to be another blowout. And there was even a couple 11s on the board. Wow. I mean, how wrong was the public? How much did the bookmakers make on this game? I can guarantee you when we get Christian on here from BetMGM, it wasn't as much as they made on last week's Dallas game. I know bookmakers in this town that told me they won more money on the Cowboy game last week than even some certain Super Bowls. That's unbelievable. One of the biggest games of all time for the bookmakers was Dallas losing that game last week uh, outright. Yeah, well, you say God protects the bookmakers. That's right. A seven seed covering the spread and winning outright last week like the Packers. That's going to make them quite a bit of money right there. So. They might have a different outlook on Jordan Love right now than we do, right? Yeah. Uh, Terrible decision at the end, but did enough to cover the spread. Hey, BetMGM has all the action for every sports fan. Whether you love to wager on game-winning touchdowns, home runs, buzzer beaters, or overtime goals, there's never been a better time to sign up. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran in Buffalo, in the flesh. Hit him up. On X, if you plan to do a, have a little tailgate action and watch the early game. He's looking for a TV set over there, you know. We've got Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, Sports Handicapper. I'm Brian Now Coming up next, our main man, Christian Cipollini, goes into great detail about how much BetMGM won thanks to the Packers this week and last week, but more importantly, who the Sharps are on, some of the angles in today's game. So we'll get to that coming up. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Earn a $100 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. BetMGM is offering some of the best odds in the market on touchdown props. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the king of parlays. All right, let's do this. Follow the money. Real good money. All right. I'd like to welcome in Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager. Good morning, Christian. Uh, simple question, man. And a little tear came to my eye. I have these, like, questions that I have in my notes every week, and I always ask you, like, hey, which teams do you need the most today? And I'm like, there are only two games, right? Like, this is an outdated <laughs> qu- question. I feel terrible. But which team do you need the most in the doubleheader today? Well, I'll just go from the whole weekend. Leading up to the weekend, there was one team that we know that we'll absolutely need this weekend, and that's going to be the Detroit Lions. Um, we're already taking lopsided action on them. Uh, we're not going to get a lot of Buccaneers betters. Uh, we have a ton of betters in Michigan who are ready to bet their Lions. Uh, so that's going to be the one. I mean, we already had a good day yesterday, but this will be the one that really swings things. Do you see a lot more action on player props as the games kind of dwindle down? It feels like a lot of people sit those out. I got texts from people like, hey, man, who we player props this week, and they, they haven't played them all week. Do you see more player props being played this time of year? Yeah, because there's less games, so less less certain ones to bet on. Since people start getting into different kind of props, uh, all different ones, people going cross-game. Um, I'm sure we had a lot last night, people taking – 
teasers with the two teams are nine and a half to ten point favorites. Um, so sometimes we'll do a cross game too. So we definitely see an uptick. Um, I mean, we see an uptick in just handle action in general, obviously, on these games. Uh, each one of these standalone games ends up taking about the equivalent of a one o'clock p.m. slate uh, of handles. So, so it all all just gets piled into one game instead of across six or seven games. <laughs> Christian, the uh, Baltimore game yesterday, I figured that was bad for bookmakers. Did that extra field goal at the end, did that hurt you guys on that game? And in the second game, did you need Green Bay to win outright? Yeah, on that one, that uh, that wasn't. we ended up pushing that total there where we wouldn't have wanted it to. So that ended up pretty much our only uh, like losing side on that Ravens game was there. Uh, and then, yeah, the Packers, was our ideal outcome was uh, 49ers win, but uh, not cover. We ended up taking pretty much a lot of the Packers better seem to take them on the money line. So oh, we wow. a decent amount of li- okay. Yeah, we ended up having a decent amount of liability on Packers uh, money and, line. And, la- and last week, second part question, last week I was telling the guys before you came on, uh, I talked to a couple bookmakers in town here that said that they absolutely had their biggest day on Dallas. Uh, one bookmaker told me they made more money on the Cowboy game than they made on the Super Bowl and previous Super Bowls. That's how that's how good that was. I'm sure it was the same uh, same sentiment from you guys almost. Or yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about the degree of a Super Bowl, but it was yeah. definitely our biggest one of the year. It was our most bet on game of the year at that point, um, and it was significantly heavy Cowboy action. So yeah, that was one of the best outcomes. One of the best one of the best like regular game outcomes sure. outside of a Super Bowl that I can remember. Yeah. How about this uh, Chiefs-Bills game, Christian, as far as the money? What's the money looking like in terms of who's got the most tickets, who's got the most handle? So right now we are taking more Bills money, um, but I do think that will change. I think the way this will end up shaking out is people betting the Chiefs will take them on the money line and people taking the Bills will take them on the spread. So I think we'll end up wanting the Bills by one or two would be our ideal outcome, get a little middle there. But as of right now, uh, the Chiefs' money hasn't started coming in yet. So as of right now, it is Bills, but I am anticipating Chiefs' money to come in later. I'm curious about the total in that game because I, I think people have still not caught on yet to the Chiefs' games going under. They've gone under, I think, like seven of the last eight games. They just don't score points. Their defense is really good. Um, where have you seen the, the action for that total? Yeah, on that one, I mean, we're, we're actually pretty close to about 50-50 right now, but okay. we're still taking more over money. Um, I think you're right that they probably won't catch on to that. You hear Allen versus Mahomes, and you don't really think defense. Uh, people think points. So right now it's closer, but also we're going to get more public money as we get later. So I think uh, by the end uh, we'll be pretty heavy on the over. And do you think today uh, – just recap for the, the, uh, the people at home listening, people everywhere listening. Detroit-Tampa, you said uh, when you first came on, you, you said that you actually surprised me a little bit there. You think by kickoff time, well, you'll, you'll be rooting for Detroit? Oh, I said that incorrectly. Bucks. We need the Bucks for sure. Yeah. We're going to okay. be very heavy on Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Very heavy on Detroit. No, you might have said it right. I might have heard it wrong. So, so yeah, because of the Detroit money and, and the Buffalo game, what do you think by, by game time? Pretty good mix of, of money back and forth. Both of these teams are public teams. So the, uh, the outcome being one or two, I understand. But what do you think uh, you, you guys will be rooting for more in that game or maybe none? Maybe, maybe just either side. I think we're not going to have a need. I think we're going to be kind of okay on either outcome and hoping for a middle there. As of now, it's still the bill. We're taking Bills money, so we're, we're rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, we have a little bit of Bills uh, future liability too, so getting them knocked off uh, would help too. Um, gotcha. 
But and then on the Detroit side, if we can get Tampa today, I mean, that would be amazing because our biggest liability when it comes to futures outlook is the Lions. So getting them beat uh, at some point is something we're going to need. Well, hey, Christian. Good stuff, man, as always. Hope you enjoyed the games today. We'll catch you soon. Yeah, have a good one. There he is, Christian Cipollini, BetMGM trading manager. And, uh, yeah, Packers so far. Uh, good for the bookmakers. Right? They can't lose. They can't <laughs> lose this weekend. The bookmakers cannot lose this weekend. I could just hear it in his voice. Um, <laughs> you could you could hear the smile in his voice. Yeah, you know? they, yeah. they can't lose. They can, you could they, almost hear the cash registers. Listen, I, I heard the greatest the line last night after a UFC fight. It was the greatest line. Joe Rogan was on. Uh, it, it's on Twitter. I'm going to retweet it. I think uh, Joey Diaz is on his show all the time and a comedian, very funny comedian. Joey Diaz after they announced the main event and uh, it was a you know split decision. Joey Diaz says. I never seen any bookmakers that needed part-time jobs. It was just a great, <laughs> you know, it's a great line. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put that on. It was, it was that good. I mean, it's so good. Crack, um, did you did you wager on that fight last night? I, I, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, didn't I, like. there was some, I woke up with some, there was some controversy this morning. The wrong, did the wrong fighter yeah. win? Is that, is that what happened? I, 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 no, you know what? I don't know. Uh, according to watching that clip, it looks like maybe Rogan was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that the other guy won, so um, there was like a pick 'em fight anyway, or you know, close to pick 'em. Yeah, interesting. You know, uh, you bring up conspiracies, Jeff. We've got some more conspiracy talk <laughs> in just a second here, but oh, no, no conspiracies involved when it comes to one Isaac Lowenkron. Straightforward, honest, a man you can trust. Ilo with the latest here. We've got a rather fascinating and unique story associated with the Bills-Chiefs game coming up a little bit later on, but we will begin with something on the field, fellas, with that Bills-Chiefs game. And NFL media reporting that Buffalo second-team All-Pro cornerback Taron Johnson has cleared concussion protocol and is trending towards playing tonight against the Chiefs. Kickoff at 6.30 Eastern. ESPN reports the Atlanta Falcons are interviewing Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick for their head coaching job today and will also have in-person interviews this week with Jim Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel. On Saturday night, the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Green Bay Packers 24-21. Christian McCaffrey, the game-winning six-yard touchdown run with 107 to play. Dre Greenlaw, the game-clinching interception with 34 seconds to go. The 49ers will host either the Lions or Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. Those two square off at 3 p.m. Eastern. Earlier Saturday, Ravens over the Texans 34-10. Lamar Jackson, two touchdown passes, two touchdown runs. The Ravens will host the AFC Championship game against either the Bills or the Chiefs. Now, as we speak, a gentleman named Brian Goldsmith is conducting what he calls a stampede to the stadium for charity. This would be Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Uh, Mr. Goldsmith, as we speak, is undergoing a 17-mile run to Highmark Stadium by himself in the cold as a fundraiser for a charity called Wings Flights of Hope, which is a nonprofit helping people in need of free air transportation for medical and humanitarian purposes. He is doing the run by himself while live streaming himself while wearing a banana suit. In the cold, let's listen in, fellas, to his live stream. Holding this gimbal, that's the hardest part holding this damn thing. 
kind of heavy, especially after hours of holding it, you know? And it's only gonna get heavier, but you know what? Like I said before, we sacrifice anything for the dub today. Anything for the dub. Anything for the dub, all right. We're gonna take it slow up this hill here, I'm trying to conserve energy. But a lot going on today. So that's what he's doing as we speak for charity. He's running 17 miles to Highmark Stadium by himself, live streaming himself, holding his arm up while wearing a banana suit, and it's all for charity. We will continue to track Mr. Goldsmith's progress. Back to you guys. Thank you, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you miss anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. Okay, so as far as conspiracies go, this is great. So Chris Perfett, our technical producer, he hosts a successful Lions podcast, and there have been some people that have hit him up this week because they're claiming conspiracy before the game against Tampa because some of the bookmakers, like Christian just said, hey, we need Tampa, right? So there are some fans that actually believe, oh, oh, here we go. The fix is in. Somehow the NFL and Vegas, they're in cahoots. Vegas needs Tampa. We're doomed. (laughs) It's what some of these fans are thinking. Uh, Never mind the fact that this happens every single freaking week and there's no conspiracy whatsoever. I don't understand how grown-ups still buy into conspiracies. I, I really don't when it comes to sports, yet you have thousands yeah. that do every single year. I don't have the mental bandwidth to focus <laughs> on conspiracies. Like, I, I just don't. You know, I have jobs, kids, a wife, like a, a life happening, and I don't have time to sit and worry about conspiracies. Like, I'm sure there are some. Like, I like the grassy knoll. I don't know. I've watched enough stuff. I've, I mean, yeah, maybe it was another shooter. You know, like the bullet doesn't doesn't really go the way it should go off that off the building. You know, like okay, there's one I believe in, but like I don't, I don't have time to research the other ones. And I, I have a friend who's a really big conspiracy guy, and I always and, and I'm a why guy. Like I want an explanation, right? So I ask him, I'm like, why do why do you believe in this? And the answer he gives me is is never a why. It's like, oh well, you know, like it, it could happen. I'm like, give me, give me the why. The yeah. the NFL would much rather have the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl than Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The story of the Lions being in the Super Bowl is far greater than Tampa Bay, who, by the way, just went to the Super Bowl. They just won the Super Bowl two years ago. The Lions in the Super Bowl. Could you imagine the money spent by the city of Detroit to get to Las Vegas, crack, to see you and shake your hand and, 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 and to see Las Vegas? Like, the amount of of fans and interest for the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl far outweighs the 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 Buccaneers or the Niners. You know, the Niners has, I guess, has the Silicon Valley money, possibly. But, like, the interest in the, in the Lions far exceeds the interest in Tampa Bay. Sorry, Tampa Bay Bucks fans. So the idea that the NFL is rigging this against the Detroit Lions, and I understand if you're a fan who never wins, like, I understand the idea of, like, it must be something else. It must, it must not be our terrible franchise. It must be some other reason why we always lose. But crack, I don't have the mental bandwidth to deal with conspiracies. You know, like, I just don't. I, I don't. I, I don't have time for it. 
It's the reason why people every week go back to the counter. Because, you know, 99% of people lose. Overall, they can win every, any week, any given week, any given two weeks, any given month. But overall, they're, they're losers. So uh, it, it just it is what it is. Just like I, I was a loser for years before I was a winner, you know, until someone it shook me and showed me the right way and the mathematical algorithm model way to win. Uh, so it, it can't be their faults, though. It's got to be something else. Uh, that, that's the reason what brings them back every week. They, oh, I should have I won. They only look at the game from the way they bet it or the, the situation. And I agree with wholeheartedly what you said. Who has time for that? Uh, who has time <laughs> for – who has the clear head to take in conspiracies? And, by the way, I love the Ken- – anything – Kennedy, I love the the Kennedy assassination stories and stuff and and and, and specials and and uh, at one time I was even believing a couple of them. I'm back to thinking Oswald did it. And this is 35 years of me <laughs> watching stuff. I I was way against Oswald. I was against I was I was with the grassy uh, Noel guy in the sewer, Jimmy Roselli, the CIA. Uh, Johnson did it. I was all the all over the place. I'm back to just Oswald did it. So um, it, it's kind of interesting that that you bring up all that and. And that's spot on. Who has the head and the time and the mental capacity to be thinking about that kind of stuff? And I'll just tell you, though, even yesterday watching the San Fran game, at one point I said when Green Bay was winning, I said, boy, this ain't going to be good for the NFL. <laughs> they don't want Green Bay. They want San Fran in the Super Bowl. So uh, it, it, it wouldn't have been a, a good thing for them. Now, it doesn't mean there was a conspiracy for San Fran to win. Uh, it, it took uh, you know some bad playing at the end of that game, the last five minutes of that game, three minutes of that game for uh, for the Green Bay for for San Fran to win the game. But anyway, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept, and um, yeah, uh, conspiracist. I don't know. It's uh, just tough it's to like, live like that. What are you doing? Like, really walk your way through it. How would they pull that off? What if they were busted? Right. Like, just. Ask yourself those questions before you're like, "Eh, they're on the take. I'll tell you real fast. My favorite conspiracy theory happened before the game was played. Yeah. This was the NFC title game between the Rams and Saints a few years ago when they they didn't call pass interference when it was more than obvious. Rams fans were ticked off. Bill Vinovich was going to be the referee because they were winless. They were like 0-8 whenever he refed any of their games. And they're like, the fix is in. We never win this with this guy. He always screws us. And then that they gave him the biggest gift of all time with not calling pass interference on the Rams in that spot. So I, I always get a laugh at, out of that one. And like, I think we're screwed. There this is, is a conspiracy. There is a um, – I like this person on social media, but there is someone who tweets about the referees in a way that's irresponsible each oh. game. Yeah. And – it, it really influences the way people feel about the officiating in each game. And yeah. you read the tweets, you're like, that's... It's it, bad. What, what, are we, what, what are we doing? There it is. There it is. What are ding. we doing, guys? We need a little ding for the... That's the phrase right there. That's the Schwartz phrase. I love... What are we doing? All right. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No Coming up next... The parlay platter. We each have one selection. We pull everything together for a bigger payout. We'll share you what share with you what we're thinking right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points. 
that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. And customers will have the chance to win a big game Las Vegas experience. Prizes include a three-night stay during Super Bowl weekend at a select MGM property, along with other prizes like entry to the Bet MGM party and food and beverage credits. All right, let's do this. Check this out. Parlay platter. Okay, we each have one selection. We pool everything together for a greater payout. Crack, we'll start with you, man. You I know someone's going to negate something. I mean, it's still like two games today. <laughs> but, I mean, I had some backups in case you guys used money. I forgot I'd go first, though. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, man. Plus three, minus a dollar. You could buy it. BetMGM, plus three, minus a dollar thirty. Trying to debate do I go that or the money line. Give me the three points just in case, but uh, I, I bet plus three here in Vegas, minus $1.10 multiple times, and uh, you, it, that may come down. So uh, Kansas City uh, with three points. I, I don't like them as much as last week, by the way, in this space, did really good last week, but uh, let's let's stick with them again. Kansas City on the road, a more experienced uh, quarterback there in these kind of situations, I think. We need to explore this game with you a little bit later. I, I, you text us like immediately, immediately Monday night yeah. with that, that Chiefs number that you took. Um, I'm going to go because we're in a parlay, so I can put a little bit of, of juice on a wager here. Uh, Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions. It's at like minus 150. It, it's been sort of around there this week. It's and You can't get like six. It's hard to find six and a half um, at a better number. Uh, they're just not putting it out there. Travis Kelsey had seven receptions last week. He had ten targets. He dropped three passes. Like he he is a big part of what they do. Obviously, he's he looked more healthy because he had week eighteen off. More than anything else, guys, the Bills are are down every defensive player in the back end. The, Johnson's going to play off a concussion, but they're down all their linebackers and the rest. Like I just think it's, it's a Travis Kelsey game on the road. He's sort of the blankie for Patrick Mahomes. So give me Kelsey over five and a half. Uh, I think it's like a minus one fifty. Not great, but in a parlay, it's not as bad. I like this. The parlay bladder basically turned into a same game parlay because yeah. I'm going to go with Buffalo, their team total under 24 and a half. That was my second one. Yeah, that was my other one. That's unbelievable. Nice. Great right. job. We're ah. on the same page. That was like my backup. That. Yeah. But like Jeff, you talked about it. The Chiefs play solid defense. They've only given up over 21 points twice this entire season. And in this game, with no Gabe Davis, and you can probably lock down Stephon Diggs. At yeah, least they've had a history Sneed, yeah. of doing that with Snead. So I, I think getting over 24 and a half for the Bills, that's going to be tough. I'll take the under on that one. There you go. Love Good it. stuff. Teamwork. All right, coming up next, it was a common criticism that didn't age well at all. Ah, yes. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. The divisional round of the playoffs move on. You know what's funny? I had something that topped waking up super early in the morning, and you're like, oh, man, I got to wake up. And then you realize you've got like three more hours to sleep, and you're like, oh, this is a great feeling. Something that actually happened this morning. Yeah. I got disoriented. I woke up, and I'm like, oh, I was beginning to wake up, and I'm like, man, it's Monday. Oh. No football today. You know, I thought that for a millisecond. And I'm like, wow. wait a minute. Did I do the Sunday show yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't. That means we haven't watched the Sunday games yet. There's a double header today. It was beautiful. I woke up. There was a spring in my step with ball today, you know. But for some reason, I thought Sunday had already passed us. But no, it's here. And we will start things off with Tampa and Detroit. And 
This was a common criticism that didn't age well at all. You guys remember the NFL draft last year. And when Detroit, with their top four picks, they took players at non-premium positions. Right? The premium positions, quarterback, left tackle, cornerback, edge rusher, that sort of thing. They went running back, tight end, safety, you know, middle linebacker. All these guys have contributed. And Jameer Gibbs has been big for them. Sam Laporta, the tight end, has been huge. Brian Branch has been big. Like, all these dudes, uh, they have been contributors. Jack Campbell in the middle. And it's just funny how they were crushed for those top four picks. What is this organization thinking? What are they doing? And they hit on all four. And it's a great reminder of... We get it. The positional value does matter. If you can hit on a quarterback, that's going to make a bigger difference than hitting on running back. We all know that. But we shouldn't be so quick to just roll our eyes like, oh, you took this non-premium position player. Those guys can still make a huge difference, and the Lions are proof of that this year. I am curious if the Lions' success will change the way people draft a little bit. Because also, if you look at – I saw these couple tweets yesterday about this too – Like. Well, the success of Fred Warner, of um, Roquan Smith, and and Queen on um, on the Ravens. Roquan Smith on the Ravens too, right? I got that right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and how their defenses are playing so well with with good linebackers. You know, even the Chiefs with Bolton and and Gay, and, and those are not high draft picks. But you know, it, it, how important the we consider the non premium positions to be in winning and losing. The Lions, you know, they 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 had their offensive line and defensive line set. They had their quarterback set. They had their skill guys set. They had maybe you know they were okay with taking the running back and linebacker. But the biggest draft pick, the biggest win was was Laporta that they got, and Laporta has been amazing this season. Um, you know, we faded him a little bit last week off that knee injury. I feel like today he'll have a much bigger role in, in this game, um, a much bigger opportunity to, to shine and show what he can do. Um, but Laporta's been the biggest one, Brian. I mean, they've hit – but even this they hit on Panay Sewell, they hit on Ada Hutchinson, they've hit yeah. on Jameson Williams and Gibbs and Campbell. You mentioned all these guys, on Tariqe inside. They've hit on a lot of draft picks over the years. And when you do that – you win a lot of football games, even when Jared Goff is your quarterback, which is it's so striking. You have the AFC with Lamar and Stroud, Allen and Mahomes, the NFC with Purdy and Love and and Goff and Baker Mayfield. But, you know, Goff is able to not have to play hero, not have to do everything the Lions need him to do because everyone else chips in and it's a well-coached team. And that place can be rocking a four field today uh, when Tampa comes to town. I mean, has there been a team, (laughs) the more I think about it, has there been a team in Detroit uh, that that has been so much behind? I don't know if Detroit's ever been behind uh, a team so much as as this Lion team. Maybe you might have to go back to like the 80s and the bad boys in the NBA or something. I mean, they they are so much into their team. I'm I'm thinking out of all the teams, they probably have the biggest fan support that are that are in it right now. But then again, like you said, those Buffalo fans coming out to that yeah. cold weather. I sure. mean, they're, for those guys, even last week uh, behind behind their team. Uh, 
we know the Lions, the, the, the offense isn't the problem. They're going to score points. But can they stop on defense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that That's like one of the things here. And, and you know, Baker needs to play mistake-free ball. Uh, yeah. You know, they, 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 they really uh, – but let me tell you something. They can absolutely do it. Um, th- this this particular game is out of all four games that I was asked this week, which would be likely the upset. Um, I'm not going to put Kansas City in that because that when it spreads two and a half, it's not an upset. I said Tampa Bay would be the more likely upset, uh, though a close Green Bay. I, I said, and, and and they were a close second. Yeah. It, it could happen. It can happen here. Listen, they're not – they don't do things fancily. You know, people don't even think they deserve to be in the playoffs. And, and um, you know, last week I actually made a pretty sick bet, the more I think about it, on, on this game, on, on this team, uh, Tampa. They, listen, everywhere I looked, it was like 20-1, Twenty-five to one. Uh, this, this was this was literally last week. I'm trying to find my ticket uh, on on Tampa Bay winning their. Uh, I'm winning the. I'm sorry, winning the NFC. So as you guys see, but this is all just for my guys here to look at. Uh, I actually t- found forty-five to one because I said to myself, "Wait a minute, forty-five to one. If they beat the Eagles, which I think they're going to." I can actually make money on this ticket on, on the forty-five to one. So I'm not doing that though. I'm 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 not betting Detroit money line. I'm going with it. I'm going to go with it and see yeah. what happens with this game. Maybe I'll do a little something next game. But uh, I I just think that they can hang with them in this game. But I know the city is all is definitely behind them. I don't know so much of the betters though because listen. Like, like we said before, Christian, God protects the bookmakers. They're going to need Tampa. Yeah. Also, this line is reflective. This line was six and a half. It was going to seven, it looked like. Six and a half minus 20. Yeah, it's down seven. to six now. So, yeah, I was hoping um, seven. Would, 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 we get there for seven this week, crack. I um, The Lions' pass defense is 28th in EPA. Expect to point out it. They're not a good pass defense. No. Um, and look, love or hate or like or just like Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. he's slinging the ball in this offense right now. With Mike Evans and Godwin and Auden, I mean, they, they, they can they can move the ball. Um, and the Lions don't really pressure outside of Hutchinson, and, and Tristan Wirfs is over there on that side, like, for Tampa Bay's offensive line. I mean, I think Baker will have time to throw. I took a, a, a prop this week, guys. Mm-hmm. I took Baker Mayfield to lead this weekend in passing at, like, oh, plus 600. Oh, interesting, yeah. Um, if you look oh, that's, at— That's interesting, you know, yeah. After yesterday, right, like, who who is— who's with 200 yards, like the most. What Jordan love you? Yesterday? No, it was Purdy. Purdy ended up with about 250, right um, around. And then you have you know, a game tonight with two great quarterbacks, but in the cold. And then you have obviously Purdy. I mean, you have Mayfield inside. So um, I think they're going to move the ball a lot. I, I was hoping this would get to seven crack because I would have seven would be better. Oh so, man, half. seven, seven. I, I bet I, I'm betting uh, seven. Yeah, but um, I guys, I don't know. You know, Detroit won and covered last week. No, won and did not cover. They forced, what, four red zone field goals by the Rams? The Lions' red zone defense is one of the worst in the NFL, allowing touchdowns. Yeah. Everything sort of fell into place for them last weekend. They allowed 425 yards. Like, they didn't they didn't play terribly well. Rams could have easily Goff, won. Yeah. Jared Goff yeah. did not have a Goff moment, which he certainly can have this week with, with how much Tampa Bay blitzes. This yeah. one is so interesting to me. I can see either team winning. I would certainly be on Tampa Bay before I'm on the Lions in this game. Well, the running games are what I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Because think about this. The Lions are number five in running it. Tampa is number five against the run. The big difference is when Tampa has the ball. The Lions are number two against the rush. Tampa is dead last running it. 
So it's like if Rashad White doesn't do much of anything running the ball today, yeah. this very well will have to be a Baker game, right? They're just going to have to throw it. Um, you had some success last week, the Rams did, with Kyron Williams. It wasn't a typical Kyron Williams game. He was held relatively in check, but they had some success. Uh, they had success running it. Um, but if Tampa can't run it very well at all against yeah. the number two rush defense, you're going to be one-dimensional. And like you laid it out, Jeff, we don't love that Lions secondary, but can Baker Mayfield dice him up when yeah. that's all they have offensively? Because that very well could be the way it unfolds. Well, are the Lions good at stopping the run because teams don't run the ball? They just pass the ball in the Lions? Are they legitimately good at stopping the run? I mean, that, that I think is the question, right? Like, if Tampa Bay says, okay, we're going we're gonna to commit to running the football mm-hmm. um, and then play action pass and sort of use our weapons um, – is that a, a path to success, or do, or do teams just say, "Look, they can't throw, the, they can't defend the pass. We're just going to pass the football from the beginning and not even really try to, you know." We're run, now, Tampa Bay doesn't operate like that. Tampa Bay is very much of like a run-run pass type of uh, operation at times. But if they let Baker Mayfield come out early and sling the ball, they may not have to run the ball very much, Brian. Well, I think two things. I think you saw it a little bit last night where if you look at the 49ers, it's a great example of what you're talking about. The 49ers are third against the rush in the league in terms of rushing yards per game given up. But a lot of that is misleading because teams are playing from behind. They're not, thro- they're yeah. not running the ball. They're throwing it. And so if you look yards per carry, it's different for the 49ers. They give up more yards per carry yes. than their number three ranking would lead you to believe. So if you look at Aaron Jones last night, yeah. they committed to the run. They had success. Aaron Jones had a great game. If you look at this matchup, yeah, Tampa could try to commit to the run and say, you know, Detroit, that's nice. You're number two against the rush, but how many teams really commit to it and how many teams, you know, is that misleading because they're playing from behind? But if you look at Tampa, they're dead last in running it, right? So it's one thing if the Packers commit to the running game. It's a different thing when Tampa tries to commit to the running game. I'm not sure they're going to have much success. Yeah, I, the Niners won because they're. That's why I use terms like EPA and DVOA, right? Which are yeah. advanced stats. And, and guys, it it measures essentially success rate on a given play, right? So like if it's third and two, and you get three yards, that's a successful play. Now that's a, that's that's three yards a rush. And in tradi- how about let's say you run the ball in third and two, and you gain three yards, that is a successful play. But it's a three-yard average. Like that, the average is not good, but that goes in the plus column for advanced stats because that that's a, a positive football play, right? You need to get two or more yards to get a first down. That's the goal in the play. So that's sort of how analytics can help you figure out sort of how how to use them, right? And the Niners, to your point, Brian, were were, were twenty six, I think, entering the game on defensive expected points added stopping the run Mm. but teams do not run the ball very much because they're behind so when they do run the ball it goes well but yards per yards per game is not a lot because teams are not running the football the Packers committed to it I took Aaron Jones over 15 and a half carries which I I, he had eight in the first quarter Um, Mm. I I I just thought they'd run and they they did and they ran the football well because the Niners don't do that and they were in the in the lead they could keep doing that so that's something to look at The, the, the Lions I think against the run, their their efficiency numbers are not as good, Brian, as is the is the like raw just rushing data that you can find. Yeah. By the way, guys, did you guys? I'm sure you you guys get the same email from John Ewing at BetMGM. Ninety nine percent of the money 
is on Mike Evans over 73 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. Also, Baker Mayfield over 216 and a half passing yards. The Mike Evans thing, oh. it, it just blows me away because every single show this week I've heard about and, and this week has been Mike Evans. They're talking about Evans over. Yeah. I, I mean, this is – I hate to bet it just based on that, but – Boy, I want to well, be I, a bookmaker. Style. I have it. At, I have it at sixty-eight and a half. I took it on Monday. So I oh feel wow, like I a, a that's a good the, line. I feel like I was a little ahead of the you, curve you, you there. You see, and, and you see, like what Jeff's saying, he took it on Monday, sixty-eight and a half. Bookmakers already probably added something. They know that the people are going to bet over on that. So the real number should be sixty-four or something. Sixty-five, sixty-eight and a half, seventy-three and a half. This game, this this number can go up to close to eighty. Yeah. There's only one way to bet. Mm. So um, uh, anyway, I mean, my, my rationale early in the week was the Lions' pass defense, and you know Mike Evans is not going to drop two passes again like he did last week, oh, and like, I, just, I don't yeah. see that happening. And that's I mean he had I had his over last week too, and I was you know a couple drop passes away. I, I had the McCall, McCall Hardman over last week. If you guys remember too, he just uh, didn't look up at the ball twice. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> just like hey, look, look up at the ball. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I, I don't. I mean, but crack because of of the amount of. I don't know, not only four games this weekend. It feels like some of the, that public data, you know, sometimes, I don't know. I feel good with my number, though, 68 and a half. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, 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 for sure. That was rough yesterday, you know. I know we have a mutual friend, Russ, who was on the Evans over. I, I took an Evans over prop at the end of the regular season, right, week 18. That, that was nowhere close. Started off great and then didn't get any targets. That was the rough Carolina game. But last week in the wild card game, wide open twice and beautiful passes by Baker and he just dropped him. He dropped a bomb down the right sideline. That would have been a 50-some yard touchdown catch, you know? Um, And You normally don't see that. He's had a sensational season. When you look at what he did this season, he had 13 touchdowns and this guy is just a machine. He's had over a thousand yards every single year in his career. It's crazy what he's done, but I'll tell I get you what's the thinking uh, against a, a, a suspect secondary. I totally get the thinking why he would be such a popular play. Let me let me tell you what's rough. So Russ and I started a podcast two weeks ago. We wanted to give back something to the community, so we started a Gamblers and Givers podcast, and and we had a free thousand dollar bet uh, each week if we to give to a certain charity. Um, this week's is actually Scott Shapiro's charity. We picked one of his charities that he thought that that we he thought was important. So we go and and I said, Rush, you pick. Go ahead. I had Arizona over. Uh, I guess it was San Fran the last week and missed on the last Seattle. drive. Seattle, oh, right? Uh, yeah, maybe it was. It might have been Seattle. Anyway, so um, this week I let him. He, he picked, and I'm, I'm looking down at the, uh, the 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 teaser he picked, which I I normally don't like teasing anything under seven or under. I want to go seven and a half. Or under, but it, so we got Lions pick them. He picked and Chiefs plus eight and a half. I like the team. That's supposed to win. I mean, the Lions are just supposed to win the game. They're a giant money line um, out of the two games. And then we find out the source of all Jonah Jinxy losing sources. Yep, that's the game that person picked today. Uh, Lions yeah. pick them. Chiefs eight and a half. No chance this wins. No <laughs> chance. Um, I, I, it, yesterday, again, that source, by the way, we didn't even talk about this. 0-2 yesterday, that yeah. source. Again. N- not surprised. Also, too, um, 
the bartenders on the Lions. And so. bartender on the oh, Lions. Yeah. yeah. And bartender, bartender. Is, is public on Twitter. Yeah, he's um, on Chiefs, though, too. So we're, He's on the Chiefs, too. These guys are uh, – Yeah, but, 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 look, if, but look, if the Bucks cover – that means he's 0 for 2 heading the Chiefs game. He's 42%, so he's due to That's win right. one. There you go. No, he's, I, he's due to I, win one. I, and I do realize that, yeah. I was depending on that, actually. Yeah. So, the, yeah and I know uh, people at home are laughing, and guess what? I know the sharpest sports betting syndicates in the world, literally. There's not as many as you think, by the way. There's only like three or four. The sharpest in the world, and they still – say the same thing I do. It's just as good finding a fantastic model, algorithm, analytics originator. It's just as good finding a losing one. And we have losing ones. Mr. Schwartz uh, showed us a big losing one. And, uh, yeah, Sammy P showed that uh, bartender is on Twitter. It's a real person. I thought it was a fake person. He's a real person in Chicago. Oh, no, he's real. He's real. Absolutely. I I love the concept of podcast you're doing with Russ. Yeah. Crack. Yeah. It, but my dark sense of humor, I just think it's also funny where if you pinpoint a team and it goes haywire for some reason and you're just like, hey, Scott, sorry about the starving children. We're not oh. going to be able to help them out. The field goal was missed at the end there. I'm sorry about that. You know, like it can go like that, right? Yeah. Craziness in betting yeah. ensues. You know, um, people just say, why not, why not just give give money? Just give the money to the charity. Well, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it? Is funner a word? Isn't it more? Isn't it more fun yeah. to be able to bet something yes. that has positive EV and double it up? I mean, and, and give the money. I mean, I don't know. It just so, it is. no. It's a great. And, and we give back anyway throughout the year. So yeah. Hey, yeah. from live betting to player props, BetMGM has a variety of betting options at your fingertips. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least five dollars, and you'll receive one hundred and fifty-eight dollars instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper, man of the community. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, live in the flesh in Buffalo, about to go see Chiefs Bills tonight i'm brian no coming up next will the trend continue today for all four quarterbacks details on the way it is fox sports radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. For example, if you're in the DMV area, no need to worry about making separate accounts for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. When crossing state borders, simply just log into your existing account instead of creating a new one. Be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. All right, fellas, so I thought this was an interesting nugget from the games yesterday. So all four quarterbacks yesterday went under their passing yardage props. All four quarterbacks yesterday went over their rushing attempts props. So it's obviously it varies. Lamar Jackson attempts, it was set at nine and a half. He had 11 rushing attempts. You know, it's lower for guys like Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. It was just two and a half rushing attempts. Same thing for Stroud. All of them went over. Every single one went over their rushing attempts. Yeah. And all four went under their passing yardage props. So that's what happened yesterday. Curious to see what happens today. Obviously, the one game, the Chiefs and Bills with Mahomes and Josh Allen yeah. running the ball. How often, how well, how effective? Those are huge questions for today. The perfect Jeff Schwartz day. Quarterback unders and then quarterback rushing attempts over. What, what a perfect go. day for me. Yep. Um, you know, Crack mentioned the, the, the John Ewing email about, um, you know, the Mike Evans number. Um, it does feel like every human today is going to bet Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen over their rushing total. And I'm staying away, guys. I'm not doing it. Um, you know, Mahomes, I thought last week he'd go over and he barely rushed, I believe, last week in, in that cold weather. Um, you know, I. It just it, it feels too easy to just say the quarterbacks are going to run the ball a lot. It, it, they don't it, if they Mahomes and Allen Allen more they have designed runs for him, so I can see that being a part of what they do, and maybe that makes sense. Mahomes doesn't have to run the football if he doesn't want to. They don't call design runs for him. It's all scrambles. So if his offensive line is protecting him, if he's getting the ball out quickly, he doesn't have to scramble at all. Josh Allen is the one who they design runs for. They try to avoid doing that because that leads to injuries, obviously. Now, he has not been hurt that way, but you would rather him not get hit by Chiefs defenders on run plays. But that's sort of a break glass, right? Third and short, red zone, you know, situations like that. I do. I, I. So last week, Josh Allen had the long touchdown run. He absolutely faked like he was going to slide. Mm. That absolutely happened. Mm. Okay. Does a Chiefs defender come in today? And just crush him as he's trying to slide because of that. I would not fault them for doing that. They're going to get a penalty. It's not going to be good. They have 15 yards. But Josh Allen absolutely tried to fake slide, which is outlawed, by the way. You can't do that. Well, I should think about it. You can't do it in college football because Kenny Pickett did it a couple years ago, if you remember, at Pittsburgh. But he absolutely tried to. He slowed down. He was going to slide. The Steelers defenders pulled away, not wanting to get a penalty, and then he kept running. That's absolutely what he did. Good for him to get away from it. But do Chiefs defenders just come in today and just crush him one time because of the fake slide from last week, which could alter, obviously, how you feel about some props or maybe him running later in the game if he takes a big hit? Is he, is he more more reluctant to, to do so? Um, 
So, uh, Crack, I'm just staying away from the rushing props in this game for both quarterbacks. I like Pacheco. We'll get into props, I think, in the next segment, right? I like some some individual rushing props in this game for matchup purposes. But quarterbacks, I'm staying away from. So, Jeff, because, uh, you know, I, I actually didn't know that. So, in the NFL, if you go to fake slide and you don't do it, you can obviously blast, well, blast he, them. Well, well, okay. So, Josh Allen did not attempt to actually slide. What he did is he slowed his feet down, like he was going to. And as he was getting closer to the Pittsburgh defenders, he pitter patter his feet, like he was slowing down right. to get into a slide. When a quarterback starts the slide, you cannot start your attempt to tackle him. If you're going to hit him before his slide, you can hit him, not in the head, obviously, right? In, 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 you know, in the body. So the the Steelers defenders rightfully stopped when yep. he went in the pitter patter, yep. and he kept running. Okay. Wow. So my thing is, like, are the Chiefs today, when he's running, he starts to pitter-patter. They're going to just try to blast him because they think he's going to keep running. So you're suggesting even getting a penalty, maybe? Teach him a little lesson? Not on purpose. (laughs) But they're going to try. But my thing is, like, they're not going to let him do that again. Right. And... Uh, but those lead to hits that get guys hurt, though. Right. You know, like right. the, those right. are the hits that the NFL is, is rightfully getting out of the game. And I wonder if some point today a Chiefs defender says, you're, you're not doing that again. And he actually is sliding this time. And he takes a hit that, that that you know, that's not good. I mean, it's, it's no other way to put it because of the, of the fake slide from last week. So that and you know again if he gets hit hard there does he not want to run the football as much later in the game that i just think i just i worry about it being too public these quarterback rushing totals in this and game. for for people home that may be thinking this is an insignificant conversation why are we talking about it guys you could gamble on this we gamble yeah. on it every single week we yeah. do rushing jeff is all over yeah. quarterback yardage quarterback uh, rushing and receiving yards uh, or i'm sorry rushing and passing yards passing yards being under and yeah. uh, the very rare one, you had an over recently. I was surprised, but yeah. So you're 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 definitely uh, this this is something you could bet on, yeah. guys. That's the reason why we're talking. Oh, with about Stafford, it. I had Stafford over last is week. That, that, is that what it was? Yeah, and did you yeah, hit that? Yeah, yeah. It was. He went, yeah, Stafford. Oh yeah, he Stafford. Over. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, that it, it, it just it, that's why I'm just not on it. I'm just not gonna. I'm not. It's too. It's too easy to me, and everyone's doing it. I'm gonna stay away from those quarterbacks. Brian, uh, you. Overs. Are you involved with these? You know what? I'm tempted, crack. I am after yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I'm tempted on. I'm tempted on Mahomes because we we all know how much Mahomes runs in spots like this. You know, I know all the folks can be in Josh Allen, and, and rightfully so. But with the the Chiefs' rush defense, is very good. And so I think James Cook is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the running game, and I. I know Josh Allen's going to tuck it and run. He might get there, but I really like Mahomes. I'm tempted to go in on Mahomes. The four and a half just rushing attempts for Mahomes is very inviting right now. I know it's a, a very half. public side, but Over it, he rushed for 41 in the blistering cold last week against right. the Dolphins, you yeah, know? Right. And in spots like this, he always seems to tuck it and run for a big gain or two. I have a question, too. Do Does... does a kneel down count as a rush attempt, right? Yes. So like if he if he takes a need to end the first half, that's a yes. rush attempt. Yep. Oh. And if they're if they're about <laughs> was, to win the game, then it's like cha ching, baby. Bowl. You know? Yeah. The Super Bowl yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. People I mean, went crazy had, when Mahomes yeah. <laughs> taking a knee. I mean, he's had he's had um he only had two rush attempts last week, by the way, Brian. No, only he two, had, but he got to forty one yeah, yards. Yeah, two he's had two, four, ten against the Raiders. Yeah, I mean he's just 
he, he does, the, the fundamental difference between those two is he doesn't want to run the football. He does right. if he has to. That's Josh right. Allen loves running the football. He like he's one of those guys that I think is a quarterback. <laughs> I was supposed to about Cam Noon. Like Cam Noon played better as a quarterback when he got hit early in the game. Like when he ran the football and took off and did Superman. And and he was better as a passer. I'm not saying Josh Allen is better as a passer, but I mean the rush attempts the last three weeks have been wild. Eleven, fifteen, eight. Yeah, against wow. Pittsburgh. You know what? Wow. It's a similar thing with Isaac Lowenkron. I don't know if you guys know this, but he likes to run into the door or the wall in the studio before giving an update. Kind of like Josh Allen, just sort of like, you know, feel the defense, kind of get the juices flowing. I swear that's what he just did before this update right here. I low with the latest. Uh, you know what? I'm not exaggerating. That's where we're headed. We're headed in this direction. I'll explain in just a moment. But here's a sneak preview. It has to do with Buffalo Bills fans. NFL media reports on the field that Bills second team all-pro cornerback Taron Johnson has cleared concussion protocol and is trending towards playing tonight against the Chiefs. Kickoff at 6.30 Eastern ESPN reports Houston Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick will have head coaching interviews today with the Seahawks, Commanders, and Falcons and that the Falcons will also have in-person interviews this week with Jim Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel. On Saturday night, the San Francisco 49ers advanced to the NFC Championship game for a third straight year with a 24-21 win over the Green Bay Packers. The Niners will host either the Lions or Buccaneers who square off at 3 p.m. Eastern at Ford Field in Detroit. Earlier Saturday, Ravens over Houston 34-10. Lamar Jackson, two touchdown passes and two touchdown runs. Baltimore will host the AFC Championship game against either the Chiefs or the Bills. Okay. Um, speaking of the Bills, here is what has just happened outside of Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. So Bills fans are famous for jumping and landing on folding tables and breaking them. But what you're about to hear is kind of taken to the extreme a little bit. So in the snow, Bills fans basically built what I'm eyeballing, according to this video clip, to be at least a 12-foot cliff of snow, if I can put it that way. Yeah. At the bottom, there is a plastic folding table, and they set the folding table on fire, and the video clip has somebody spraying gasoline on the fire as three gentlemen Bills fans, one wearing Zubas, prepare to leap onto a flaming folding table from at least 12 feet in the air. Let's listen. Everyone appeared to be okay despite leaping onto a flaming table from at least 12 feet from a bank of snow. Back to you guys. You got to love it. I want to see if Jeff Schwartz do that today to become one of the people over there. What do you think? For a great tailgate setup, would you jump through a folding chair there, Jeff? Flaming, flaming folding flaming, table. Flaming folding I mean, table. I don't drink, so I feel like that, that takes away some <laughs> of the, uh, the the need or want to jump through yeah. a flaming table. Uh, that affects um, decision-making yeah. for sure, yeah. So I, I really think my, my plan today is going to be 
just get there at 3 o'clock so I can watch the early game. I might just watch it on my phone. I don't know. But I'm just going to walk around and see what's up. I feel yeah. like that's a... And I, I just saw... I have a big dilemma, guys. I know that this is why everyone tunes in, okay? It's a, it's a big dilemma, okay? So, I brought my snow boots. I am not... I'm from Los Angeles. I went to school at Oregon. It snowed like once a day, once a year in Oregon, where I, in Eugene. I... I, went, I played for the Panthers in Charlotte, and I lived in Minnesota and Kansas City and for the Giants, okay? When I played for the Giants, it didn't snow until, like, now, January. The season's over by then, right? Minnesota, it snowed a little bit. In Kansas City, not really when I was there. It snowed, you know, Kansas City's like random snow, but typically it's like after the season's over, okay? Um, so I have snow boots I wore in Minnesota, but I just would wear them typically, like, in and out of the facility, I didn't have to walk around in them all day. And I wear a size 18. They're giant snow boots, okay? They're massive. It's either snow boots today or New Balances. Now, mm. it's not about my feet being warm or cold. I have wool socks. That'll be fine. It's about staying dry. Mm. This, the, the photos of the stadium right now, there's no snow on the ground at the seat. Yeah. On the seats. Go boots. Go boots. Easy one. No, 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 I want to go. New I balances. say the opposite. Nah. I say go, go with nah. the New Balances. Nah. I want to be the, the snow boots are Brian. They're they're fifteen pounds. I mean, they're they're, they're huge. They're so what? size eighteen snow boots. Yeah, so what? They're big guy. <laughs> it's no big deal. I but he's saying there's is, no snow. That there's no reason to wear. There, there's them, no right? snow. Yeah. Uh, they they cleared the snow. There's snow on the seats. I could just rub that off uh-huh. and then just like sit without. So I'm because I can't like bring in my shoes to the stadium <laughs> and figure out when I get inside. So. Big dilemma, man. I, it's yeah. it's just you know it's, I'm not I'm not mentally prepared for this type of, of activity. Well, how about this? Uh, you got the dilemma with the boots or the New Balances. Uh, you don't need a dilemma. So crack is here to alleviate some of the other decision making that you might have to make in terms uh-huh. of the games today. Let's dive into this right here. This is same game parlays. All right, crack. What do you have for us, man? Do you know how difficult this was today? I have two games to choose from. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this is difficult. All right, well, here we go, and away we go. Uh, let's go to the Buccaneers game. A little correlation here. Buccaneers plus six and a half. Under in the Buccaneers game, you could toggle it up to 51 and a half, by the way, which I did. And under player staffs, uh, stats, Goff, under, you could toggle, 279 and a half passing yards. So let me recap. Buccaneers under and Goff under passing yards. Three-team uh, SGP plus 375. So there we go. There And there it is. Tough to build it with only two choices. But Yeah. What did you uh, toggle the game under for, the, Yeah, the, the game. It's funny. When you go to SGP, they always have that half a point. Uh, so the six and a half was already there. Yep. I toggled the uh, the forty nine and a half up to fifty one and a half. Fifty one. Um, if anything, yeah. I, I'd probably like the under a little bit more there. So that that uh, that's that's what I went with though. And so we got a you know like I said a small correlation there and just yeah. throw a peanut on it, have some fun, and uh, don't be chasing. Uh, going crazy and chasing in the late game. I know what happens here. Late game, everyone chases. Oh my god, I, I've got to, you know, I'm betting and the live betting. People are just out of control betting live. Yeah. So, I like there we it, go. Craig. Good stuff. Hey, once a day, play BetMGM's free to play Eight Bit Barry for a chance to win daily prizes. Play as Hall of Famer Barry Sanders and choose to spin stiff arm or juke your way to the end zone to win prizes. If Barry scores a touchdown. You score a reward. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. 
Is he going to wear boots or is he going to wear tennis shoes today? <laughs> you know, that's, that's what we're working with. He's over there in Buffalo for the game this evening between the Chiefs and Bills. I'm Brian No, Coming up next. Oh, this is where we bond. Props galore. Crack will have them. Jeff will have them. I'll have them. We'll have some picks for you right around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new-looking features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's teasers, live betting, the Daily Lions Boost, or the Cash Out feature. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. That's right. Once you've placed a $5 bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of the wager. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. All right, let's do this. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. All right, Crack, we'll start with you. What do you like? Uh, the Bucks. I was trying, I was trying to look for this for my uh, SGP before. I couldn't find it on there. So, I mean, let's give it out. Bucks, uh, Otten under 30 and a half rushing y- uh, receiving yards. It's inflated a little bit because of probably last week, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I like that one. Can I give you guys a second one now? I, I may repeat it after. As you want. Yeah. The, the Chiefs, let's go uh, Watson over 17 and a half receiving yards. I had to lay $1.20 just now on this. He's gone over like 66% of the time this season. Um, so he's still running the second most routes of all the wideouts. Uh, clearly ahead number three. So there, there's two of them for you. Uh, again, to repeat, um, Otten under 30 and a half receiving yards. Watson over 17 and a half receiving yards on the Chiefs. Um, I uh, let's pull up here. So I mentioned the uh, the Kelsey over five and a half receptions. Um, I like Amon Ross St. Brown today over seven and a half receptions. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay gives up the second most yards to slot receivers in the National Football League. And um, I think that they just Amon Ross St. Brown is always who they go to. And he's the slot wide receiver. He has the third most um, yards in, in the slot uh, this season of any wide receiver in the National Football League. I'm going to pull up the number right now for Pacheco. Um, I have uh, Pacheco over uh, 60 and a half rushing yards today for a couple reasons. One, we've mentioned a couple times, the Bills are so beat up at linebacker. If he gets past the first level, guys, he's out the gate. Um, and I think on the road, the Chiefs lean on their offensive line. They lean on their offensive line and run game. So I have Pacheco over 60 and a half. That, that's a low number for how many carries he typically gets. Yeah, man. Maybe even look at the longest rush, Jeff. I don't know if you ever bet it was those. Like 20, was it 27 for him? No, for Pacheco, it's 15 and a half. That's for it. his longest rush, 15 and a half. Wow. So you're right. If he gets to that second level, it's good 15, luck. That's it? That's it. Yep. Longest rush t- for Pacheco. I'm going to tell yeah. you on that might one. I might have to get in on that. I like Stephon Diggs under 62 and a half receiving yards. Um. The Chiefs have done a really good job in slowing him down. Legereus Sneed is a hes a really good corner, and I don't think that he gets talked about as much as he should. Uh, another sneaky one, Levante David, Tampa linebacker. I like over eight and a half tackles and assists. That's that plus money right there. Okay, coming up next, the game of the day and everything to look for. Ah, yes. Welcome in here, everybody. Happy Sunday to you. Divisional round of the playoffs. Moving on. 
And it's going to be down to the final four teams after today. Ravens moving on. Niners eking by a gritty Packers team. But thanks to a hideous Jordan Love decision at the end of the game, the Niners are moving on. How crazy is that for a second, guys, where the Packers, that's how close they were. It's right there, and they would be against the the Lions, right? They beat the Lions on the road it on Thanksgiving Packers, Day. Lions if the Lions had won. What's funny yep. is, Brian, is if the Bucks would win today, they would have hosted That's right. the Packers. The Bucks would have hosted the Packers, yeah. and uh, Baker Mayfield had a perfect passer rating against Green Bay, but uh, that matchup isn't going to take place because the Niners are moving on. Two other teams will join them today. The nightcap. We're looking at the Chiefs at the Bills, which is the headlining event. There's no doubt. If you're going to one of these music festivals, this is the final band. This is the closing act, right? With Mahomes, Josh Allen on the same field. And how about this? Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. Yeah. You know, it's funny is we always heard about the AFC East with Tom Brady and how easy it was and how that was an advantage, which it was. A lot of people blow it out of proportion, but... I haven't heard anything about the AFC West. You look at the AFC West, everybody had a losing record aside from the Chiefs this year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Look at those teams. They all have huge warts, yet this is the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. 15 postseason appearances either at Arrowhead or a neutral site in the Super Bowl. First time he's on the road in the playoffs. Well, part of it is the Chiefs were not always the one seed when this happened. You know, the Ravens ups got upset by the Titans in 2019. The Chiefs were the two seed. I mean, so it's, they've been, I think, the two seed twice when this has happened. Um, and the one seed has lost in front of them. So I think one, one year was the, um, the, yeah, so it has not always been there's the one seed every year. Um, and this is the first year they will not host the Arrowhead Invitational, um, uh, that we call it. It's a championship <laughs> game now. Uh-huh. Uh, Baltimore will host it. First time Baltimore will host a, a conference championship in 1971. Pretty wild there. This game is so great, man, because obviously it's the two best quarterbacks. Lamar is going to win the MVP, but if you were draft quarterbacks, would you put him third after Mahomes and Allen for the weekend? You know, if you're drafting like a guy, I might put Lamar ahead of Josh Allen because Josh Allen, there's just so much YOLO left in his game. I just it, it worries me so much where he just Lamar doesn't do that right. He doesn't he doesn't YOLO things. He doesn't just there. There are times where Josh Allen just can't help himself. He yeah. just does. You're like, what? Like, what are you doing, man? What he just can't. And against his Chiefs defense, they force you to do that because of of how good they are this year. Um, the fun, the thing I find so interesting about this matchup, guys, is a set aside the gambling line. Which obviously, if this game was neutral site, it would be closer to a pickup, right? But the game is in Buffalo, so you give Buffalo a slight edge. Is the amount of people in the media, the football media? that have sort of dismissed this Chiefs team as a team that can't beat Buffalo. I mean, there, there was there were uh, graphics this week I saw that had Mahomes as the sixth best quarterback remaining in the playoffs. What? I saw people that ranked you know, the quarterback, uh, obviously, at Buffalo ahead of, of Kansas City, which is fine. But, I mean, Mahomes has had a great season. His wide receivers have dropped the most pass in the NFL. He's lost the most yards um, uh, this season to to you know to drop passes, the most EPA to drop passes. I mean, he, his, he's been good. The team has, has let him down. And it just feels like people are really high in Buffalo in this game. And I'm just here to tell you guys, the Chiefs are pretty good. Defense is really good. And if the Chiefs can just 
get the ball in the end zone in the red zone, they're going to win this game. Well, uh, yeah. Who wrote that? I mean, yeah. Wow. They had Mahomes six. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, do you uh, remember what the list was? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm trying to think who could guys. be who could be ahead of him. Yeah. Like like so many people Everyone ahead else. of him there. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I, I just uh, sometimes I think these people have nothing to write about or talk about. They force they force things, especially in the sports betting media space, which this is not, of course, this article, but in the sports betting media space, they want to talk about about useless trends and things that go back decades with all different, uh, you know, chemistry and makeup, which was totally different teams. Literally, um, it, it just shocks me sometimes. But yet to see this in mainstream is like I'm thinking to myself, who could have wrote something like that? Yeah. Um, anyway, wow. yeah. So, uh, you know, listen, I'll, I'll tell you something, too. Isn't it amazing? Talking about all the quarterbacks, not to get off this Buffalo game, but isn't it amazing Jackson – was healthy for the whole year here, and, and he's probably, you know, I, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, after a whole season, I guess you're not tip top healthy, but he pretty much looked like that yesterday. So, so maybe he is. So, um, yeah, he he he, um, he looked great, and and uh, and I, I think they're they're probably the team to beat. Where you know, uh, even five six weeks ago, of course, yeah. San Fran was the team to beat. So, um, listen, this this Chiefs Bills game though, I personally i can't think of a game that i've been looking forward to see more yeah. in in the season than this game here i i think in in the playoffs though am i right by saying this Did, didn't this happen twice and the chiefs pulled out both times yeah. i know one yeah, pulled, yeah 20 two. they played them in 2020 in the SEC championship game and beat them and then they, right. the next year was the divisional round uh 13-second game so yeah, played, and then I'm not saying go by those games like I just told you about trends. I was just right. thinking about uh, you know this, this particular thing. So this this Crack, one's kind of split yeah. too with the public. And the I, I got a question for you, Crack. Why yeah. why were you so heavy on the Chiefs on Monday night? Listen, I bet him two more. To, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean when when I was betting him? Yeah, yeah. Like 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 what? I'm gonna send why, you. This, I'm, I'm gonna send you my my, my card now. Uh, well, because you you text us. I text on you guys Monday night and said I'm, I have Chiefs plus three. I'm curious what about that number? Made and I bet you... him four times at max bet. <laughs> we have a place in town here. I've bet him six times already. So I I, <laughs> wow. I, I almost have I almost have like twenty thousand on this game. What, I, but you know what though. Because- What's I probably went a little bit too. I knew I wasn't going to find a three flat. I knew this game wasn't going to be three, you know, plus three minus a dollar ten. Uh, what's the reason? I won a lot of money last weekend. Uh, I have to admit it. <laughs> it's part of I the hole in your pocket. Yeah. No, I have to admit it. Usually, I don't do that. You go by a unit. You bet percentage of bankroll. I really did really well last weekend betting the Chiefs money line, and I was betting live money line and. Even I get a little bit carried away. Now, I say that I'm still not betting more than 2% of bankroll on anything. And to be honest with you, it's probably more like one one half of 1% um, on, on, on gambling, a lot of bankroll. But I just bet a lot of money on the Chiefs last week. I won a lot of money on, on, on Tampa last week. And um, I, I probably maybe even over bet. Because I don't bet that much on NFL normally. Uh, I won't bet that much on an NFL side. And uh, and let's, let me be blunt. I, I, I've had a good season. College football was great. NFL's been great. And um, I, I probably should start betting more, to be honest with you, if I'm in line with that percentage of bankroll. So um, 
by, by next season, guys, all three of us, we're going to be betting at least 10000 a game each. We're going to be firing. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't do know how it. much you make for this show, Crack. I can't afford that. <laughs> Come on. You got, you got that Come retirement on. and all Goodness, the money you're coming a in. professional football player. Yeah. The reason why I'm, the reason why I'm like able to, to, a to drop a, a couple grand in. to come. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. I'm, the reason I'm able to, to, to drop a couple grand to come to Buffalo is I don't get, gamble a couple grand on every game that I, <laughs> that I have. That's the reason. Even though I told you guys, my New Year's resolution was to track every wager I make. Yeah, so even if it's a, even if it's a fade, good. even if like I I have I took the Bills under twenty four and a half points because both you guys have it, so I put it in like in my notes that I, the crack and, and Brian tail yeah. right here. Yeah. Um. So I it's interesting to see like where you're at after a month, um, based off of like you know just college basketball is solely fading people. So uh, sure. that other stuff is mostly myself. I so wish everyone could do that, Jeff. Good for you. You're actually it's, tracking. It's a, yeah, Every, I, after after the week, after the no, day, I, daily. No, or? as I as I put the wager in, I go to and track it. I have good. I've made ni- ninety eight wagers so far in the in January. In, in ninety eight wagers. Hi, my name is Jeff. I am no. Yeah, wow. All right, that's good. Uh, you know, I no, make but, a lot of but, bets because but, the volume. But, it, you but have I tell to you, a lot of but again, yeah. like. The, half of that is college basketball fading someone. So like, I didn't even know you bet college basketball. <laughs> no, I, it's only I only, only bet college fading. basketball. Only oh, fading. How come you so, can't send me this person? It's not the same person. It's is the it? same person. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, what am crack, I doing? Crack, I have no time they, to crack, look at this crack, stuff. Crack. Wow. The same person in college basketball. This don't year. tell me like forty percent. Uh, yeah. Um, ninety, <sighs> ninety, one, eleven, and three. Oh. Oh, yeah. so you're you're yeah. one eleven and ninety. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, no this, yeah. this is very strong. This is, is very this strong. Word guys. Or Excel. What do you get down with? Uh, sheets. So I, so I sheets. Google Sheets. So I can I can have it on my phone. Like pull it up and everything. So, um, yeah, Google Sheets. Uh, like like a Google Doc. I can just kind of have it in the cloud. There you go. Um, yeah. So I have ninety. And, and just think, if you have more places to shop, if you had like a, if you lived in a legal place where there's ten different sports books to shop, some of those pushes are wins. Some of those yeah. losses are wins. Yeah, but I, but to be fair. Like I don't need a lot of action. Like this weekend in the NFL, I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine wagers. I don't. I don't need to have a ton of like. Only. Yeah. Crack. You have like a hundred this weekend. (laughs) No, I know. I know. (laughs) Don't give me me that. And I might add some more uh, after the show. But um, yeah, I, I don't need to have like a bazillion wagers on on every game. And you know you're in New York there, so I know. you're in oh, New York. I know. You're in, I've been, I've been you're in on, legal I've been jurisdiction. Oh, I you know. Can ha- I'm going to give you a little hint here on the live radio here. Some of the sports books might not like this. Uh, just make sure you have your phone with your live wagering app on in the stadium. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, someone told me That's the, the reception is bad in the stadium, um, but oh, yeah, really? I, I know, I know the trick. I've I've, I've done basketball like in court like, siding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a good you know because you have a little bit you're you're a tad bit ahead. Yeah, um, you're sometimes. not. You're 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 betting. Uh, you, you know, yeah. you're betting live watching it. Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's but, a few but crack, away. But here's the thing though, I I have to wear gloves tonight. And my oh. gloves don't work well with the phone. Yeah, I got so, the fat. I got the fat finger disease too. So I, I have yeah. to like, I got to take my glove off to oh, wager man. on the game. So I don't know. You need the, the gloves, the new age the little, gloves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah the index is, finger and the yeah, thumb, Jeff. No. I, my gloves are outside um, in the car. They, yeah, they, they sell them in the gambling they're, they're, section. They're supposed That's to do right. that. That's right. They're supposed to do that, but they don't. And they're four X. I mean, like, I don't. It's not. I don't have a lot of options for like giant. <laughs> 
gloves that fit me that he's got four x gloves 18 yeah. uh triple x hat the four x i, I mean, found i found four so i i found four x like uh like latex gloves too i have them at the house for like so i've i yeah four x yeah i got four x it's hard to find nice like, yeah, some, i've been wearing four x since first grade don't worry so, yeah. <laughs> we need the city of buffalo to rally that's right for you jeff this is what we need so our guy jeff schwartz he's in buffalo for the game He's looking for a cool tailgate spot. He wants to see the first game of the day, right? Wants to see Tampa yes. and Detroit before the Chiefs-Bills game. So we need some. I'm sure someone in the Buffalo area is listening that has some sweet tailgate hookup spot. Yeah. I, I think they should tweet you at Jeff. Definitely. Schwartz, Please, you know? at Jeff with a G. I would, dude, I'm, I'm in. Like I, My plan, I think, as of right now is to get there at 3 o'clock so I could watch the early game, just kind of roam around and just see what's up. Just how kind of cool like that around. is! I really hope someone tweets out to you. I mean, no, how I've been cool invited, would that be? I've been to invited to a couple of former NFL already. football player out there in oh, the nice. parking lot with you guys. I've been invited to some tailgates already. Oh, um, nice! But uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's what I'm gonna do is kind of like hop around and see what's up, enjoy the atmosphere. Not, I'm not doing tables. Um, <laughs> But again, like this is like something I have to. I'm just not mentally prepared for this weather. Like, do you wear the all the heavy stuff when you walk around? You just put on before you go back in the stadium. I don't know, man. I'm I'm very confused. I would, dude, because you're just standing there. It's not that bad in the stadium when you're around so many people, unless it's it's really crazy cold. You know, it's it's not. I bet it's supposed to be cold. Supposed to feel like supposed to be feel. It feels like twelve at kickoff. Oh god, that's pretty cold, man. I would (laughs) absolutely layer up. I, no, I, I have the layers. Cool. The question is, it's all the I, boots or the shoes, when the I, sneakers. When, when I walk around tailgating, I'm gonna get hot, and yeah. if I wear like the ski bib yep. while I'm tailgating, I might sweat <laughs> a little bit too much. So do I put it on? I tailgate, I walk yeah. back to the car, put the ski bib on to go in the stadium. You know, you know, I, do, do you, you got throw a lot of, like a do, cat? Yeah. Do you throw yeah. a coat on over? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go thermal, thermal long johns, top okay. and bottom. Okay, yeah. uh, they're very. I wore this in Kansas City when it was zero degrees to the AFC Championship game. I'm going to. I have the the reason I have the ski bib is because there's snow in the seats. I don't want to get wet, obviously. Right. So I found I found one. I'm going to wear the ski bib, a Chiefs jacket, and then my big like big jacket. I have a face thing and a beanie, and I have yeah. wool socks with boots. See, well, that's the thing is you've got so many layers. I wouldn't leave anything in the car. I'd take everything with you. I'd put the, most of the layers on, and if you get hot, take the hat and the coat off, and you yeah. should be fine. You yeah. know, if I was Good there call, with you, Brian. I would be the guy that has the shirt off with the K, and you'd <laughs> be right. the guy with the shirt off with the K, C. K-Man, K-Man, yeah. KC, no, KC. KC, uh, there like it me, is. Me and Jeff, I'd have my shirt off. I'd do it. I'd do it for you. I would do that. So if, if, if I was invited. No one else invited. to see it, though, Crack. I don't need it for me. It's oh. for ladies. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just saying. <laughs> just don't flip it around with the CK. You know, some of the knuckleheads right. in the stands, they don't get it right. With I'm excited shoulders. to look like I'm robbing a bank tonight, though, with my face mask on. <laughs> Chiefs, you would uh, look who's menacing. That yes, who's that and, guy, uh, the Chiefs addict that was robbing banks during the with Chiefs? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I remember the, that. The wolf yeah. guy or whatever. Wolf guy, yeah. Yeah, Casey, yeah. Chief yeah. Wolf, whatever. That's great. Yeah. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, it isn't a good long-term formula, but in the short term, it is awfully difficult to deal with. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. So I want to talk about a quarterback from yesterday for a little bit and then bring it forward, like compare him to a quarterback that's playing today. Crack, you made a comment about Lamar Jackson that I thought was interesting. You talked about him being healthy all season. Yep. And he was banged up the last two years. And that's the thing from yesterday that is what I took away, where it's not a, a good long-term formula, Lamar's style, where he takes a lot of punishment. He's been banged up quite a bit. But in the short term, and yesterday was proof of that, it is so tough to defend and so uh, that's one of Lamar's greatest strengths is I think you have to view him differently than what we've known from the past you're used to Joe Montana Tom Brady you know upright quarterbacks slinging the ball all over the place Lamar just does it differently 11 carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns to complement 152 passing yards with two touchdowns. It's like, hey, man, it's a different different formula, but it works. The, the issue is it just doesn't work long term. But in the short term, it is really, really difficult to deal with. I think both can be true. I think we want to shoehorn. It's only one thing. It's both things. It's really tough to defend in the short term. It's not a good long-term formula. That's just what it is. I think for a lot of us that look at the quarterback position and try to think forward, right, to what wins Super Bowls, what has won Super Bowls, um, there has been no Lamar Jackson, right? I don't, I don't think that's one that's won the Super Bowl. There's guys that play in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but won a Super Bowl, right? I'm the top of my head. I mean, it's been Brady and and Mahomes and Mannings and the Roethlisberger's and the Joe right. Flacco thrown in there one year. A, a Nick Foles, um, not know, the same way, right? There's like a Steve Young, but th- that's sure, not but, Lamar, but, right? But he, yeah, for right. Six, but he also threw for six exactly. touchdowns in that Super Bowl. He wasn't right. he wasn't um, you know he wasn't running the football like he had been in the past. But that's also 1995, you know, and like Steve Young was sort of the first quarterback that was able to 
throw the ball and run the ball uh, as efficiently as, as anyone else. I mean, do you know, he completed like 70% of passes of his career. Have you looked at Steve Young's stats every now and like, then? He completed, he had like five years where he completed over 70% of passes, which in that, in that, in that era, era wow. was like never done. Um, yeah. Incredible football player. So I think for a lot of us that, you know, I'll just speak for myself, maybe not everyone, it, it has been difficult to project Lamar as a Super Bowl champion because we have seen for so long one style win at that position forever. Right. You know, you can even you know, Mahomes is a mobile quarterback, but all his highlights from his Super Bowls are him running the I mean, are him passing from the pocket, right? That is what wins you the Super Bowl. Lamar can do that. He threw some great passes yesterday, but that's not the totality of his game. The totality of his game is rushing for 100 yards, too. And so we have to look at Lamar Jackson differently because he he's a different type of quarterback. He can do the 300 yards for, for, from the pocket, but you know he threw for, what, 154 yesterday and, and another 100 yards rushing? If if Mahomes goes for 154 today, we're like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> right. gross, you know? But yeah. with Lamar, you're like, well, he rushed for two touchdowns, he threw for two touchdowns, he didn't look rattled, he didn't make bad passes, you know, like... That's a was complete Lamar Jackson game, even though the numbers were not traditionally excellent as a passer. So we have to change the way we look at that position because of Lamar. He's forcing us to think differently about it, Brian. Your point about how long it can last, yeah, look, is it a formula to make Super Bowls every single year? Probably not. No. But they're probably winning the Super Bowl. If I were to pick a team right now, I'd pick the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's going to happen, but they're the most complete team right now. They didn't allow a touchdown to the Texans yesterday. Right, the the one Texas touchdown was on a was on a, a kick return. Yeah. So so crack, we just have to change the way we think about the position, or maybe Lamar's just the outlier. But we have to acknowledge that his numbers might be different, but he's just as effective as someone who throws for three hundred yards. Well, all I heard all week was uh, how Lamar can't win a playoff game, and uh, one more win by him, and I think he removes that tag off his back forever. So yeah, uh, you know that that's something that people were saying, even though they were you know ten point favorites. So. Uh, you know, guys, I, I I had them at the beginning of the season just to win the uh, the AFC at eleven to one. I gave them out to all my guys, and and I even last week recommended to some people um, on Twitter. Some people were asking me about the best odds. I found the best odds for them plus three ten. I said that's that's pretty good odds to win the Super Bowl plus three ten, uh, where everyone else was dealing two eighty two eighty five. Um, but how many times you go in and double dip, double dip, double dip? Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? We're talking about them like they were a total domination. Uh, dom- I can't even say it here. Domination. The last half of the game, second half, uh, the first half of that game, you guys had to think at halftime, wow, Houston's in oh, this yeah. game. Oh, yeah. So it, was, uh, it wasn't until the second half, which normally is uh, the opposite for the Baltimore squad. They, they kind of in the fourth fourth quarter and, yeah, and it was uh, kind of the opposite way. So that's uh, meltdowns, yeah. Yeah, meltdown. This was a this was a real impressive second half showing from Baltimore all around and especially from Lamar. Uh, I'd like to know what the Super Bowl line will be uh, AFC NFC after this week. I wouldn't be surprised if it's changed around now and is now AFC. Uh, pick them at worst, but uh, maybe even minus one after Baltimore beat San Fran in San Fran, and now San Fran barely getting by Green Bay. So we'll see what I, happens. I've thought about this line already, guys, because I yeah. didn't car driving over today. Yep. I mean, it, it's Lamar Jackson versus Brock Purdy. I know who I'm wagering on. 
You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, well, you like, saw it's not, that earlier, sure. too, like, right? It's, sure. just, it's, like, like, yeah. it's, just, it's not that hard of a decision. Like, to you me. Like, so you, bad. You, like, you have a quarterback in Lamar that wins multiple different ways that we know, that we talked about, can, can throw from the pocket, can make some incredible throws, but also the, the game-changing ability to run the football. Um, I trust him in these games. Like, mm-hmm. that would be no-brainer to me. I, I I guess it's probably Nick Foles beating Tom Brady was the last time we had like a just a quarterback mismatch like this, where just one guy was, I think, in my opinion, so much better than the other guy, um, and you know it's uh, it 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 would be a big mismatch in my opinion. Yeah, I look fast. Uh, the, the San Fran's still a big favorite to win the Super Bowl. This shocks me. Looking oh, at this, uh, yeah. plus one thirty, Baltimore plus two hundred. I, I, I don't get it. I don't wow. get it. I don't get it. Real fast, one thing I wanted to say about Lamar is I love that he hasn't thrown it in our face because he could easily be like, you guys thought I should have been a wide receiver. I'm about to be a two-time MVP. You know what I mean? Like, I I know, but there was was a lot of talk about that. And there were a lot of people, not just – what uh, uh, Bill Polian, who who thought that, where they're like, I, I don't know if this guy. There were there were questions about Lamar being a legitimate NFL quarterback. Look there at were. his contract and, last well, year; they I, weren't I mean, almost didn't I, pay him. I yeah. I didn't think he'd be this good in the NFL. I didn't think he should play right. running back either, a wide receiver. But that's fine. Um, but you know how it works with a oh, narrative, no, Jeff. He could have easily been oh, yeah. like, "You guys thought this about me? I'm going to be a two time MVP soon." <laughs> like last night after the game, Lisa yeah. Salters asked him on the field. She was like. What do you think about quieting the critics? And he could have said, what do you haters have to say now? Or something like that. He was like, there's more work to do. Yeah. You're right about He's that. been very good mature. And very good what point. Was the, what was the sh- he had the, that saying, like, no excuses. Like, it was like he, a couple years ago, he's like, just no, I'm not making excuses for anything. Like, I just love his attitude. Yeah. I, I do find this social media thing, it scores easy points when you tweet out, like, no one wanted to sign Lamar Jackson this offseason. Hmm. No one wanted to draft him till 32. His own team passed on him one time, <laughs> right? The Ravens drafted for who was ahead of Lamar Jackson, and they traded back up to, to draft Lamar Jackson. I think it was the tight end, wasn't it? It was, it Andrews? was uh, Hayden Hurst, I want Hayden to say. Hayden Hurst, yeah. Is that it? Um, and imagine the you know, Ravens get Mark Andrews back possibly next week as well, so that'd be a different team. I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to Buffalo. I mean, uh, to excuse me, the Baltimore beat them next weekend. I, I don't. I, I think the Chiefs would be the only team that could, in my opinion, with Mahomes. But I don't. I think Baltimore's going to win next weekend. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, we want to compare Lamar to another quarterback today. Uh, just something I want to throw at you guys. That's coming up right around the corner. But right now, prepare. I'm throwing. A life-sized cannonball version of Isaac Lowenkron your way right now. You know? I hope you're prepared for this. <laughs> Ilo with the latest. Oh, that's going to make a big, big splash. Buffalo Bills fans will be happy with this splash of news. NFL media reporting. Bills second team all-pro cornerback Taron Johnson has cleared concussion protocol and is trending towards playing tonight against the Chiefs kickoff at 6.30 Eastern. NFL media also reporting the Titans, Panthers, and Falcons plan to bring Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan in for second interviews this week for their head coaching jobs. ESPN reports Houston Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick will have head coaching interviews today with the Seahawks, Commanders, and Falcons, and that the Falcons will also have in-person interviews this week with Jim Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel. Former longtime Denver Broncos and Colorado Buffaloes announcer Larry Zimmer has passed 
away at the age of 88. Here was Zimmer behind the microphone for the miracle at Michigan in 1994 when Colorado defeated the Wolverines at the Big House in Ann Arbor on a 64-yard Hail Mary from Cordell Stewart mm. to Michael Westbrook. Time has run out. Stewart throwing it to the end zone. The ball's in the air. Caught! Colorado scores! The ball is tipped, and the Buffaloes came up with it. Time has run out. Colorado has won the game. Colorado has won the game. I don't know who caught it. I don't know who caught it, but Colorado has won the game. Finally, we do have one NBA note. The Atlanta Hawks confirming a short time ago that star guard Trey Young has entered concussion protocol. He sustained the concussion during last night's game against Cleveland. Fellas, all yours. Thank you, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you miss anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Uh, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And also, be sure to follow rate and review it Uh, again just search fox sports radio wherever you get your podcasts and you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air i love like we've come so far with technology i love these old radio calls and it just sounds like someone left something on in the background where there's just buzzing sound (laughs) i love that type of stuff um you know uh As far as Lamar goes yesterday, there's something that the Texans did that I'm wondering if the Chiefs might think about doing something like that. Where if you look at Christian Harris, the Texans linebacker, he did a tremendous job. A couple of open field tackles on Lamar, who is incredibly difficult to bring down in the open field. It's like the old Rocky movie where Mickey's like, if you can catch this thing, you can catch Grease Lightning. Like, that's how I feel about Lamar. But that's what the Texans did was they had eyes on him because they know what a threat he is running the ball. Do you think the Chiefs try to do anything like that with Josh Allen knowing he's a huge threat running the ball as well? Do you would they even think about doing something like that, Jeff? Uh, like spying uh, the, him like they did Lamar yesterday? Well, the Chiefs don't really – Bold and Gay – I mean, Lamar would just run by them. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, right, I don't right, really, but Josh I Allen, Lamar, I mean, Josh Allen, excuse me. Josh Allen, they don't just run by them. I think you just call your defense, man. And you, yeah, hey. you, you know what, what the issues are with Josh Allen. You, you rush the passer knowing – those are the concerns, right? Because you know you, you you design a pass rush based off of those, and you know the Texans got out of their rush lane too often as well. You know we yeah. saw that happen. So I think you just you call your defense with the idea, knowing that Josh Allen might run the football. I think you pressure him as they've been doing. They adopt the pressure without Gabe Davis, man. You know, maybe Kincaid is the guy if you're looking for for a, another guy in Buffalo. Yeah, maybe Shakir is that guy, but. You know, Snee's going to take away Stephon Diggs. So who's who's making plays? Is it Josh Allen? Is it someone else on that offense? Are the Chiefs going to bring pressure and make Allen and force Allen into mistakes? This game is just so, so fun because there's so many different ways that it, can, it can go down. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like Lions Bucks, we sort of have a feeling of how that might go down. Bills Chiefs, there's so many different angles on it. Yeah. 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 The Dolphins did it right. The Dolphins spied Allen. It's just something I'm thinking about. If you can lock down Stephon Diggs, that's a big if, but Legereus Need has gotten the better of that matchup. If Diggs is relatively ineffective, what you're saying, Jeff, is what do you have left? You've got Kincaid, and you've got Allen's legs, and and Cook uh, against the Chiefs' rush defense. You've got James Cook running the ball, but in terms of 
dropping back to pass and either throwing it or Allen running, that, that's a big part of the game. And if Diggs isn't doing much, you're down to Kincaid and B players, right? Yep. And Allen tucking it and running. So if you're able, like, what's going to be more effective? It's probably going to be Josh Allen running it, knowing his history. So if you're able to slow that down at all, like imagine if you could take, relatively speaking, you could take out Diggs and Allen's running ability. What do you have left, right, for the for the Bills offense? You don't have a whole lot left. Yeah. I, I don't think that the answer is like James Cook running the football. I, I To me, every time that he runs the football, it's the one less time Josh Allen has the football, you know? Mm. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, I think that that sometimes, you know, I, I, I look, I'm an offensive lineman. I run the football as much as possible. But sometimes I'm always <laughs> like, okay, cool. Like, you ran the ball? Sweet. Josh Allen didn't do a crazy play that gained 15 yards, you know? <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm curious. Look, I, again, I think I think the Chiefs have to run the football because you're on the road, and it's a really good way to silence the crowd is just come out and run the football and, and establish the line of scrimmage early in the game. It takes a lot of pressure off of having third third and longs, you know, snap count issues. Um, so I'm, I'm I think they do that. I'm curious if if the Bills come out and try to establish the run too. Hey guys, you can see I'm curiously quiet over here. I am, uh, hmm. I, I'm, my my life, my mind, everything is always gambling. So I'm right on the BetMGM app, and I'm looking at futures. You click on futures, so they have Super Bowl, San Fran plus one sixty, Ravens plus two hundred, up to the Chiefs plus nine to one. Um, wow. I, I just, I just. It just seems like an interesting bet, the Chiefs bet, plus I have to tell you. That seems like an interesting bet to me if they get by this game. They're only a three-point underdog. I mean, uh, now I want to go take it a step further. Super Bowl MVP. This is an action bet now. I understand. I I like where you're going with this. Yeah, the action bet. You have to. I understand it's an action bet. But obviously we know Baltimore is going to be a favorite next week. Uh, Lamar Jackson plus two and a quarter for Super Bowl MVP. That's the way I like to approach things Next after next week to see because usually the quarterback's the MVP, the winning quarterback. Uh, it might be worth a sprinkle of peanut on that. I, I'm Purdy plus three to one. No, I wish I could bet the no on that. Where can I lay four to one on the no? Um, you know, but I mean, he, he does have a course, of course, a chance. But um, again, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again here. Mahomes plus nine to one. So. I'm just saying, like, this guy's experienced out of, yeah. out of anyone here in this situation here. Yeah. Mahomes 9-1, to one, uh, Chiefs 9-1, to one. just peanut fun bets. They're all on the BetMGM yeah. app. Yeah. Just something I was noticing now. The thing I know they have is, to win twice. if you wanted to get really crazy crack, you yeah. think about if Debo Samuel can't go next week. Yes. That, that had a huge effect on the offense. Right? We saw that earlier in the year when Debo yeah. was out for a couple of games that really hurt the offense as well. If you're thinking to look at the market for Tampa or Detroit as far as the Super Bowl MVP goes, you know, you're going to get even longer. If you're thinking about, it, again, try to hit a grand slam there. Sure. Yeah. 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 If you're just like, ah, screw it, we'll go with. Uh, Jameer so Gibbs, many ways to Super bet. Bowl MVP. Shorts <laughs> is right. I'm going to have more than nine. He has nine. Yeah, I got, I'm going to have much more. Okay, I love how how crack <laughs> gave you a hard time about your nine <laughs> bets, Jeff. That was I got 17 best. so far. Well, I tell you, what, I, I have 10. I, I have the Baker Mayfield throws the most uh, yards of the weekend, but that's you know that's a plus 600. That's not you know that's a long shot. Um, cool. The, the McCaffrey. For MVP of Super Bowl is interesting, yes. by the way, yeah, because that number one, is going to be like plus a hundred if they get to that game, oh, and you yeah, get a better gosh. number now. 
Yeah, yeah. You can get um, now. You can get seven to one on BetMGM. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian Nell. Coming up next, picks, picks, picks. We share a boatload of them with you right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Props to the crew, man. Bo Benson, trusted producer. Chris Perfett, technical producer. Getting set for the Lions today in just a couple of hours, huh? Diehard Lions fan. We've got Isaac Lohenkron doing a tremendous job on the airwaves and in life. Top of the hour. Keep it locked right here. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger. They'll have you locked and loaded for a divisional round on a Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we got picks to make. Let's do it. Five. Five. Five games against the spread. We call it the Crack Challenge. Okay, so we whittle it down to three picks because there's a limited betting menu here. But, uh, Jeff, what are you thinking? You were 3-0 and in the Crack Challenge last week. Very nice. Oh, oh man. Any wagers we want, right? We Any. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me pull up my wager sheet here, guys. <laughs> um, uh, I mentioned most of them already. I like... Um, Kelsey over five and a half receptions. That's juiced a little bit. Sorry about that, but I can't. I can't get a better number. Um, Pacheco over sixty and a half rushing yards today as well. And um, I like Amon Ross St. Brown over the seven and a half receptions for the Lions wide receiver. Okay. All right. I'll take. Um, I'll take a side. I'll go with KC plus two and a half. Uh, I just will buy take... the three, buddy. Just go. Just go three. Crack has three. You, you take three. If it's not currently three, you know, like I, I don't want to upset the betting gods over here, Jeff. You know, <laughs> I'll take it at plus one hundred. You know, I'll go plus two and a half right now. All That's right. what BetMGM has. Just take the money line, though. Eh, I'll take the points. They came in handy in the, <laughs> the Rams game. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. Uh, I'll take Diggs under sixty-two and a half. I like the, that one the Chiefs a lot. just do a they do a good job on that guy. I'm right? gonna tell you on that one. Might add my eleventh wager. Yeah. And uh <laughs> look, man, I gotta get to the plus side over here after a bad week in the crack challenge. I'm gonna take the Bills under twenty four and a half, their team total. I'll lock it in in the crack I challenge like as well. Uh, shout out to Jorge. He tweeted me and said, The hate for the Bills on this show is pathetic. <laughs> Nothing personal, just come find me, Jorge, today. I'll, there I'll be go. around. <laughs> Um, Come find me. He's in <laughs> Buffalo. It's awesome. Over under tables I see broken today walking oh, the, the the parking lots of Highmark Stadium. I set it at 12 and a half. This is a big 12 big and game. a half? Yeah, I've, I've set a high. Have you heard about there. the pit? No, in I Buffalo? have not. No. Okay, so the new stadium is being built. And it's next to the current stadium, and there's just a hole in the ground right now as they're built, as they're dig- excavating out, you know, the, the the land. And when Buffalo was six and six, someone fell into the pit. Oh, jeez! Like, and oh. since then they've won every game. Uh huh. So they have a sacrifice oh, of man. a fan into the pit each oh, game now. Okay. And because of my tweet yesterday, which Bills fans did not like, they have. All they right. have offered to throw me in the pit, but I, oh, I wow. would contend that a visiting fan in the pit is bad luck. Oh, all right. So we got to go fast. We got this to do. Rapid fire. All right, Crack. We'll start with you. What's something you like, man? Uh, Watson over 17 and a half. Actually, BetMGM is 18 and a half. 
uh, over uh, 18 and a half receiving yards. Okay, Jeff, what do you like, man? Um, give me uh, I I like the, the the Mike Evans over. I know it's a, a, a higher now, but I'll take it anyway. I'll take a Josh Allen pick. I just don't think he has a Ooh, clean game. I like it. it. And let's, let's keep the theme going. All right, we got time. Let's do this. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. All right, crack. What is it, man? Kansas City Chiefs, sorry, Jorge. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, sorry. Money line, go. <laughs> and go Chiefs. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.